Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. We have a phenomenal singer-songwriter named Otan Vargas coming on tonight to join us momentarily. So it's going to be a great show, so get ready to hear some awesome music from Otan. He is one of the amazing guests and artists I have had on my show and the pleasure of interviewing along with other bands. So please, everyone, check out the podcast. We have so many amazing musicians, bands, comedians, filmmakers, the list goes on. Some of the bands that OTAN will be joining tonight are Low Pro, I Empire, Otherwise, Candlelight Red, Eat Adam, Art of Dying, and the list goes on. So please check out these amazing artists and support them. That is what my show is all about. I created the show approximately two years ago with the concept in mind to create a forum where I could bring people on in the entertainment industry to support them and help spread the word about them. A little bit about myself, I have my doctorate degree in clinical psychology. I'm also a singer-songwriter with an album out and do some writing for some entertainment magazines. And one of the things that I'm just really passionate about is um, interviewing people and supporting people in the entertainment industry. So I wanted to combine my passion for interviewing with my, my entertainment background to create this show. A couple of things I kindly request people keep in mind is my show is purely meant for entertainment purposes. A lot of my guests do like to joke around with me when they um, know or they find out that I'm a psychologist, but I do want to put that out there that my show does not do any type of formal therapy or treatment. And also, please, if you're going to share any entertaining stories, I'm a huge fan of comedy, um, and we definitely like to keep our guests uh, entertained and keep them laughing sometimes, too. So just if you share any stories that could have potentially a humiliating or embarrassing um connotation to it, just please keep any identifying information, such as names, etc., out of the story. Okay, if you're tuning in, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com. You can also dial in tonight at 805-243-1320 if you want to call in and ask questions. Because I am predominantly focused on the show and I'm a one-person show here, I do have a chat room open. Um, but I might not be able to always go back and forth. So if you do have questions, I will try to get into the chat room, but you can also, as I mentioned, call into the show. Also, please keep in mind if you tune in late, there will be a podcast of the show available once it's over, and you can always stream it, download it, etc. Okay, so let me give an introduction for Otan Vargas. I love that name. I've got to ask him about his name tonight. Um, and then we will bring him on the air. Okay, Otan, you are going to see with his music, his lyrics are extremely honest. He definitely exudes raw emotion through his music, which is comparable to artists such as Steam, Pearl Jam, and Alice in Chains, to name, a few, to name a few. He has captivated fans from around the world with his YouTube videos, and we're going to hear about that tonight and how he got some recognition uh, from Aaron Lewis of Steam. He has performed at the Bitter End, the Bowery, Bowery Electric, and also the Gramercy Theater, as well as alongside of some national acts, including Aaron Lewis, Corey Taylor of Slipknot, Tesla, and Low Pro, again, to name a few. He currently has two albums out, so please check them out. They are amazing, very different. One of them is a full-length acoustic album titled Alone, 
and he also has a four-song EP out titled Selected Sorrows. So again, please pick these albums up. You can visit him at otanvargas.com, and he will, of course, plug tonight all the different social media sites that you can find him on. So we're going to actually debut. We're going to play three songs tonight. Um, Each song will have a different feel to it in terms of some backing with why we're going to play it, and we're also going to debut a song tonight that he recorded with the bassist um, John April of Sting. So it's going to be a really cool show tonight. All right, so without further ado, let's bring Otan on. Hello. Hey, Otan, how are you? Hi, Gary. Hey, how are you doing? Good, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> What's that? How are you? Good, how are you? Are you on speaker, by the way? No. No? Okay, sounds like you're on speaker because there seems to be like a little feedback, but okay, that's cool. So, welcome, welcome it, to the is, show. Is how are you, how right are you doing? With that? I'm good. I'm good, thank you. Yeah, that's much better. That's better. Good, good, cool. Good, so welcome tonight. I'm really excited to have you on, and we're going to do a lot of promotion for you and really help uh, spread your name and get it out there even more, okay? Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you. Awesome. Cool. So why don't we start out? I do this pretty much with everyone, and this kind of helps me set the stage and and see what direction we're going to go in, but... um, Tell me a little bit just, you know, to start out about yourself, um, where you grew up, and how you started to become interested in music. Okay. Um, Well, I was born and raised in the Philippines. I was born in Tondo, uh, Manila. And uh, uh, my father is a musician. And my, 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 I tell you, who relatives are are musicians. So I grew up in that kind of uh, surroundings. And, uh, uh, I came here in America about seven years ago, like two, uh, 2006. So I was, uh, okay. I was 21 that time. Uh, 21. I was 21 that time when I when I when I came here in America. And um, uh, I'm not really like a, like a professional singer or musicians back in the Philippines. Uh, it's just a hobby for me when I was okay. When I was back let's, home. Um, let's digress a little bit just because I want to get some more information. I think it's really interesting, you know, growing up in the Philippines, how old were you, would you say, when you started to become interested in music? Well, um, actually, yeah, I've been singing my whole life. <laughs> so in okay. family, uh, my, my my sisters and my, my, my father and my mother are all, like, everybody can sing. And uh, and uh, my my sisters and my, my brothers are in choirs. I'm actually I'm the only one who's not in a choir. So. And um, okay, it's it's kind of and and they sing at the church too. So that's kind of how I how I started singing at uh, probably around seven or eight. And wow. then uh, it's how it's just a hobby actually. It's just it's it's just natural for me. I mean normal. For us to just sing along, sing with with people and all that stuff, but as a as a job or as a whatever you call it, um, I never really considered like doing music as a job because so I've seen my dad um, uh, do that, and uh, it's not really that easy to. Right, right, and we'll definitely talk about that, you know, later in the show. Definitely some of the 
you know, the challenges that come along with being in the entertainment industry and trying to pursue a career. But, you know, nothing's impossible, and you're putting a lot of hard work in, and you've got some great material out there. So you're definitely, uh, you know, you're definitely going in the right direction and getting some nice recognition. Um, Thank you. Did you have any vocal lessons growing up? I mean, your voice is just phenomenal, and we'll talk later on about just kind of how I can hear some of Aaron Lewis's voice in your voice, but we'll get to that later. Did you, okay. was it just natural, or was this something that you, um, like I said, that you took some lessons with? So I never really took any formal lessons. It's, wow. Uh, I, pra- oh, I I listen to a song and I sing along with it. That's how I practice. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and and this is a good tip, actually. Always sing in the bathroom because the body can, your your voice will reverb uh, the, the reverberation of your voice. It sounds good. So <laughs> even if you suck, it will sound good, and you can you will keep going because you think you're good. That's what happened to me, actually. So, so you just did a lot so, of singing I, in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it sounded good in the bathroom, and it, it makes you keep going. And well, this is good. I, I'll keep going. That's good. Yeah. And it, like they said, fake it, fake it until you make it. <laughs> so that's how it is. <laughs> Very cool. So, so. Well, that's a, that's but I didn't a good tip. really. And, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't really have a formal lessons. It's it's uh, I listen to uh, my my uh, uh, my favorite musicians' uh, songs and they sing along with them. That's that's and how who basically are, I practice. Uh, my, some my, of your musicians that inspire you? Well, number one, there's uh, uh, Aaron Lewis and Stained, of course. Been listening to him uh, to Stained since I was like 17 or 18. And then um, Allison Chains, Earl Jam is one of my favorites. And uh, um, right now I have a I have a band called Anti Matter. They're pretty really really good. Uh, they're from uh, uh, London, or uh, I think, uh, yeah, England. Okay. And um, and growing up, uh, I have I have a lot of uh, like influences, very very diverse, like uh, Filipino musicians too. And um, right. and my dad used to uh, play folk songs, so uh, listen to those folk folk music too. Cool. So, yeah. Very cool. So when do you pick up the guitar? So you've been singing since you're like seven or eight. You have an amazing singing voice. When do you start to pick up the guitar? And similar question, is that something that you just teach yourself? Or is that something that you, you know, had lessons for or someone else helped you out? Uh, uh, I think I started playing when, um, when I was, I was like 18, 19. And I... I uh, I learned from my friends from uh, back in the Philippines, from Tondo, and uh, they just like you know jamming uh, outside the house and all that stuff, learning um, Stain songs, Pearl Jam songs, and that's basically how I learned. Not really formal guitar lessons. If you're gonna do that in the Philippines, it's gonna be expensive, so they didn't have the money. So I just like learned from my my friends and just learn self-taught. If you might call it that way but um and um yeah that's it's i I do just basic rhythms and basic songs so it's not really that hard i guess 
people, I think, but I think, don't don't discount yourself and stuff because I think your music, you know, does have some, you know, I don't want to say complications to it, but it definitely is moody stuff. This isn't just like you're playing like one or two chords and it gets, you know, very basic. I think your stuff does have a lot of dynamics to it, so to speak. So Thank you. That's great. I mean, that's, that's really cool that you, you know, taught yourself everything and continue to uh, pursue it. So very cool. Um, I know I was looking, doing some research on you last night, and you definitely have a lot of YouTube videos posted. And as I said, when we mm-hmm. talk a little bit later on about some of the um, stuff that you've been doing, when did you start to put stuff up on YouTube? Tell us a little bit about, you know, your experience oh. with doing that. Oh uh, yeah, uh, YouTube was actually an accident. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, it wasn't my plan to put myself out there. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm really like uh, when I was younger. I'm really, really like shy. I don't want people seeing me play or watch me play. So, um, so like I said, I came here 2006. I landed in uh, San Francisco um, at uh, my aunt's house, and then uh, back, uh, back in the Philippines, we don't, I don't really have like a video camera or a webcam or something like that. So uh, she had a web webcam and then I'm like take advantage of oh, when I want to record myself and see how I look like when I'm performing or I'm singing it, it's just mm-hmm. out of curiosity and then um and then um I was going to go uh, I was about to go to New York that time so I didn't have like a CD or anything with me so so I just I I, I look for a website that you know you can upload your videos and then save it online. So I found YouTube. YouTube wasn't famous that time yet, 2006. I think they started 2005. And in 2006, I uploaded my videos. And um, so I uploaded my videos there, uh, I think three songs, just to, uh, to uh, with the intention of just, so I can see it when I get to New York, I'll be able to see it, you know, because I don't have a hard drive or anything like that. Gotcha. So when I get to New York, I recorded that. I uploaded the videos, and uh, I went to New York. And then I, when I, uh, I was about to check out, probably two weeks after, I was going to check out my videos that I recorded in San Francisco. And I, I was a, I was surprised that there was a lot of people uh, requesting songs, commenting on how, how good the video is, how good the, the singing is, and then all that stuff. And then uh, they were uh, requesting a bunch of songs. So So I'm like, I think I was too nice not to, to say no to them, so I'm like, sure, why not? <laughs> if you like this, I'll do that again. So, so I get it. That's how I started. You know, it's it's more of like an accident, not like a sure. plan. Yeah, you know, it's and then it became it became like bigger and bigger and bigger, and then yeah, yeah so here we are. That's awesome. Yeah, that's. I think it's weird. I think sometimes in life, it's been, and that's a perfect example that you're giving. You know, sometimes you just do things because you enjoy doing it, not with the intentions, mm-hmm. like you're saying, of trying to get recognition. And then all yes. of a sudden, you know, just kind of being in the right place at the right time or the right person comes across it. So mm-hmm. let's uh, transition into, and I watched it last night, and it was just, it was phenomenal. I mean, I even got chills watching it. Tell us about, share with us the story behind Aaron Lewis from Fiend, um, finding you and then you getting an opportunity 
to perform It's Been a While on stage, which was just, it was a great performance. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Aaron Lewis is a really, really amazing person. You know, I owe him a lot. Uh, he already helped me with my uh, 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 tourist music uh, back in the, when I was still in the Philippines. So. And then when I came here, I wasn't even expecting that I'm going to meet him or see him at the show. I remember, um, I remember when I was in the Philippines, my sister, she's already here in America, and she she sent me uh, she sent me a, a CD with tickets, free tickets to the Spain show. Okay. And my friend from the Philippines was laughing at me. How are you going to see Aaron? You're in the Philippines. They they, they don't come here. <laughs> and there she was laughing at me, like, and we were laughing together because it's funny. How am I? What what am I going to do with this tickets? Right. So, and then and then a year after, I went to America. And two years after that, 2008, I met the guy. I met Aaron Lewis. And not just that, uh, I gave him my CDs. Like we were taking pictures. Everybody was taking pictures at the backstage, and I, it was my turn. I gave him my CD, which has a, a picture of me from MySpace or YouTube, I think. Mm-hmm. And I gave it to him. Like, hi, Aaron, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, he said, um, sure, take a, uh, we should take a picture. And then I gave him my CD, and, and he saw my picture, and it's like, are you the guy from YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this guy knows me. Like, I look up, I look up to you like, forever my whole life and you knowing me is like something you never seen that every day <laughs> so that's so amazing. amazing now this, that's awesome just to just to again digress for a second he did he originally get in touch with you when you were in the philippines when you had these no. videos posted or he just randomly remembered for some reason coming across your youtube video when you met him in person Oh, uh, actually, uh, I I only uploaded the videos here. when I when I came here America in America. I started uploading videos, two thousand six, and uh, I, and those are uh, and most of the songs that I I upload, uploaded are Stain songs because uh, right. they really uh, you know that's my favorite band act, and um, so there's a lot of Stain signs to the you know that that's saying like you you did a good job, and then and then I and I made friends uh, made. Uh, Staying friends, friends, and we were talking, and then um, they they were saying like uh, we were gonna give your CD to Aaron, or we're gonna tell you, we're gonna tell you you your name to Aaron or whatever, and then like and then um, Aaron actually has um, an interview online that how he actually uh, knew about me, like somebody told him uh, a Stain fan, like you should check out this kid and. and and then ha- that's how we uh, uh, saw my videos. Gotcha. And then, uh, and then, two thousand eight, I met him, and then I was surprised that he knew me. And then after that, year after that, I went to the same show, which is in Music Box Borgata in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And mm-hmm. um, and uh, before that, we were talking online at thestain.com. dot com, and we were, uh, we're uh, and Aaron's. It's really nice to you know chat with his fans, and he has time for us. Uh, I sent him this song. I sent him a song called "Without You," which is uh, like his uh, my inspiration for that song. Uh, but it, it's dedicated to to my fans as well and my my family, of course, especially my parents. Mm-hmm. But he's the main person. He's the main uh, inspiration uh, from that uh, song. 
And I sent it to him and I told him, like, you know, this song is for you. And he's like, oh, this is a great song. Thank you so much. I'm going to sing it for you in Atlantic City. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to that show. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say no to that. So I came, so I went to that show. And then it, um, he was playing uh, after like, a, like maybe like three songs uh, left uh, like on his set. Um, he was thinking of what song to sing, and and somebody uh, and, and actually it's my friend Raina, uh, my friend now. Uh, she 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 was like yeah, sing old time songs. I uh, told. Uh, my friends they're like, Oh, I think Aaron's gonna sing my song and so I was excited. <laughs> and then right. they, they knew about it. So and and Raina, my friend, she's like, Sing O Ten song and Aaron was like, What? Sing O Ten song and, like, and and it was like, Oh, you know what? Where is he? And it was start looking for me. Right. And I was all the right. way at the back. I was all the way oh, at the gosh. back. Oh <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I'm like, What what are they talking about? Because Aaron wasn't wasn't on the mic. I'm like what are they talking about? Uh, about and I'm like I'm hearing my name. <laughs> what are they talking about? So and then and Aaron went to the bike. He's like, Otan, where are you at? I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> that's me. I'm like, and I say, and a lot of people knew me uh, at that, that show and were pointing at and me. And how like, real quick, Otan? How many people are there? Sure. You're in like the back of this club. Oh oh my god, it's like two thousand people there. Oh my. Gosh. Okay. Go on. And and and, and this is like I was used to playing for four, five people with an open mic right. <laughs> before that happened. Right. So this is Holy. like something like it's not gradual, like you know, slowly getting there. It's just right. like from five people it's the like next bam. day, boom, two thousand people. <laughs> like, right. Really. So, wow. so that's why. So he called me up on the stage. Where are you at? You want to sing? It's been a while for me. So I went up the stage. I'm not going to say no to that, even if I'm scared. So, so I went up, up there. Like I, I was actually sleepy, so I don't know the hell what I'm doing. So, so I'm like, whatever. I'm going to sing it anyway. So I've sang this song for like a million times. So, it's, so, so I sang it, and after I sang the song, everybody was standing. I'm surprised. Like they liked it. So oh, it was like, great. Was, I mean, it was perfect. You, you couldn't have done yeah. a better job, seriously. Thank you. But, it you know, was it's, really it's, cool. It, I think uh, people were standing up, not just for me, but for the, as a whole, as the story itself. Me and Aaron Lewis, Aaron Lewis being a, a nice person, they were standing for right. that, too. Not just oh, absolutely. for me singing that song. And as as a whole, as as that event, people appreciate that kind of opportunity to be there, to experience that, to see that in person. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're so happy about. And I was so happy that I was there, too. I mean, I mean I'm that person, but I mean, that experience itself. Well, right. It that was, energy I think around like, it. Yeah, I think, like you said, it was multifaceted. I think them giving you the opportunity and you doing such mm-hmm. a great job with the song, and as well as seeing you know, a huge national musician being so personable. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that just makes people be able to relate to him even more. So, yes, yeah, I true. mean, that's just great. Great. That's, okay. that's yeah. That, and I think that's what sustaining vision is all about. <laughs> right. Yeah. Definitely. No, thanks for sharing that. It's a really cool story. 
So let's do this because we're going to, like we said, we're going to fit in three songs tonight. Let's um, let's debut one of your songs and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk a lot about um, the albums you have out. We're going to talk about Battlefield of the Mind, um, et cetera. Okay, so let's start out with Navy Eye off of uh, Selected Sorrow. And cool. tell us a little bit about this track. Well, maybe I, uh, I think I wrote it in 2011. And... Uh, you know, there comes times in your life, like, you know, you don't know what you're doing, and you started blaming other people for your, what happened in your life, what happens in your life. And um, it's one of those um, times when you feel enlightened that maybe maybe it's me who's doing this. Maybe maybe I. Maybe I'm the one who's doing this to myself and not other people. So the title mm-hmm. itself is, you know, maybe I didn't change. Maybe, maybe I didn't see what was given to me. And I keep looking at other people for like a fault finder like you know you're not going to fix your life if you keep keep blaming other people cuz that's the problem is right. inside you you know so that's i think it's it's more of like a self responsibility and responsibility being responsible for things that happen in your life and stop blaming people cuz you can't you can you know nothing's going to happen in your life if if you think your life is depending on other people and that's there's a right. lot of people I think that's so a- that scattered, <laughs> so you know. And but if you point your finger to you, like it's just one person, you know, that's what you need to fix. But if you point fingers at other people, that's a lot of people you need to fix, you know. And that's a lot. That's gonna be hard. Yeah, so, I like that. It looks. Maybe it, I, I think what you're saying. Maybe I. And it looks like a lot of self for you know, re- reflection and being able yes. to. I think you know. Yeah, I think that's great really cool track. I can definitely relate to that. So let's check that out, all right? And then we're going to come back and really delve into your music and your recordings and a lot of other good stuff, okay? Cool. Okay. Okay. Hold hold on, OTAN. All right, everyone. You are listening again to OTAN Vargas, and right now we are going to debut his hit single, Maybe I. It is off of his EP, Selected Sorrow, so please check it out. Go to OTAN Vargas.com, and as I mentioned, we will plug a bunch of other social media sites and where you can find out more about him. Also, type his name into YouTube and uh, check out the many videos that he has performing his music, as well as some uh, great renditions and covers of his um, own style doing other people's songs. All right, check it out, Maybe I, and we'll be back in a moment.
Welcome back to the Carrie Edelman Show. Amazing track, Maybe I by Otan Vargas. Definitely something that we can all, I think, at some point in our lives do some self-reflection and, uh, like you said, maybe not always point the fitter, but look at ourselves for some of the difficulties that maybe we experience in our lives. Great track. Love that song. Can't get enough of it. All right. Let's bring Otan back on. Hi. All right. Hey, awesome song. I love that track. I was actually working out to that EP before I brought you on the air tonight. <laughs> no, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's really awesome. cool song. Thank you. Really cool. So let's talk a little bit about um, your album so that people can kind of get an idea of uh, what we have out there in terms of Alone as well as Selected Sorrow. So tell us a little bit about Alone came out first, correct? You did that one before Selected Sorrow? Yes, uh, Alone is in the, uh, I released it in uh, 2009. Okay. It's a self-release, and, uh, and I don't have any label or any management like that. So so it's 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 uh, it's always self-released. And uh, Alone wasn't supposed to be an album or whatever, um, or a record. It's just a bunch of songs that I've written uh, for for the past probably five years. From that time, and uh, I, I, I wasn't uh, wasn't planning to put it into into a record. It's just the songs that I write because I need to vent it out in some some way, or the stuff that I have uh, inside that I need to let go. Music mm-hmm. is, is that my instrument or my medium for that. So I, I wasn't really planning to 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 uh, record. An album or anything like that. So, uh, so alone is uh, a bunch of songs that I've written, like for, for in the span of like probably five years. And then, uh, and now, uh, and, and I'm starting to get like a little recognition, and fans are release an album. So, I, so I did. I, you know, as 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 uh, saying thank you to them. Gratitude for for the for them supporting me. I I did release an an album. It's, it's an acoustic album. Uh, I was thinking of doing like um, what I did with Selected Soul, which, which is like a um, uh, more of like uh, having a backing musicians or backing instruments. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just me and my guitar. So it's more of like a concept album, I think. Where I wasn't planning to, but it's more right. of like you know, just the title itself is alone, and 
thing. It doesn't. It wouldn't make sense if I will have a guitar player, a drummer. That's not going to be a so. So basically, it's the the title itself says what the record is all about. And uh, so tell, and I did tell it. Tell us uh, a little bit more. I'm sorry. Tell us a little bit more about that. I think that's when you 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 know described it as a concept album and the title of it being alone. You know, tell us a little bit more about how you came up with the meaning of that album and and what it represents. Oh, uh, uh, um, alone, um, because uh, it's um, it's it's a song I. Uh, I love this song that I read. I've uh, written like back in 2004, mm-hmm. and uh, it's something I. It's not basically about being depressed or being, or being um, too like you know down and immobilized or or not can't do anything at all. It's it's about it's about just releasing what I feel that uh, th- those times and. And mm-hmm. while I'm, you know, as I mature, and, and I came here in America, and, you know, and a lot of people listen to it alone, a lot of people like the song alone, then I'm, and then I'm starting to realize I'm not really alone, because if, right. if a lot of people can relate to it, then you're not really alone. Cool. Or so there's like a, di- there's like there's like a dichotomy, because you felt yes. alone initially, but then when people start to really be able to relate to it, you're like, okay, it's not really me being alone because everyone else is able to, right, relate to the concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and as I'm not sure, but when I was writing that, I wasn't thinking about that. I was just venting out my, my feelings. But and as right. I'm mature, I'm starting to realize, oh, maybe that's the purpose of writing that song, but that wasn't my purpose. Maybe, but that was the purpose of some, I don't know, what whatever you're calling it, but Whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but that was the purpose of the song itself, to be out there That's to relate to people, just send a message that you're not really alone. So definitely, and, definitely. Yeah, and, and you, the record. You, uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. The record uh, I recorded in Long Island, um, here in New York. Um, it was recorded like uh, uh, the, all the songs are are recorded with one take and. I basically just sat on the chair and then put the in front of the mic in front of me and then just sang my heart out and then no edits or anything like that. Just just the whole the whole album is just, just uh uh one take. And then the and I went back and then do some harmonies and some songs that would make the song more, you know, that reps uh the theme more, you know, represent a lot better or explain what the song is all about. By adding harmonies cool. to it. So you did a great oh, yeah. job with that. What is this is a, this is an interesting question. I think it would be the the right time to ask it. So, as you're saying, you know, you you did this album one take. You know, each song one take, with the exception of going back and adding some harmonies and things like that to it. So, what is your mm-hmm. perception of you know, basically the industry today and a lot of well, most artists, you know, mm-hmm. doing these you know super polished albums that have, you know, no mistakes on them and all this auto tune. Mm-hmm. What's your uh <laughs> what's your take, Ojan? Well well there are there are two uh reasons why I did that one take thing. First, I can't really sing and play separately, <laughs> like play first and then sing over it. Right. It just doesn't work for me. You know, some people can do that, but 
for me, I like that emotion while playing the mm-hmm. guitar. Because when you play the guitar first and sing after, like the emotions is not there. It's it's just not there. So uh, I'm like, you know, I have to do this singing and playing at the same time. It's not the best. It's it's not the best quality, but I'm not, I mean, like they say, you know, uh, 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 great performance is better than you know great recording quality. Quality, because that's not a right. The music's not about quality, you know. After probably ten years, there's more. There's a lot more better quality than what we have today. So it doesn't matter. Irrelevant. So, so what is, what's important to me is the emotions, because emotions last. Emotions is forever. So I captured that emotion when I was in that position that time. And the other thing that the reason why I did that is, it's kind of to, uh, to, uh, like. Um, Tell to Almost. like tell, like make a, a point that you know how right. how our music today is. It's all about editing, editing. You know, you record something, and if it's not a good take, you have to re-record it and then patch, 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 or auto-tune. You know, I never use that. <laughs> I think in a, I think mistakes. I have a lot of mistakes in my record. Uh, the, the the way I sang it, I get auto-tune a lot. But I, I left it there. That's me. That's that's organic. Life is organic, and music should be organic too. You know, like right. trees. Do. You you can't find any same tree trees. You know, same exact look alike. So, so music is organic for me. And um, even if I make a mistake, it's part of the emotion. It's and uh, mistakes shows your sincerity. And if you edit that, and you take that mistakes out and then you're faking yourself you're it's not real anymore it's just right it's it's plastic it's fake so i right. get it no, there i think, and, uh, I think that's a great way to look at it and i think you know by you maybe doing that you can demonstrate to other people out there and i'm one of those people and and i think you know I do have the opportunity to, you know, work with you someday or whoever it is. I think mm-hmm. realizing that you can make mistakes and that's okay. And, you know, yes. my past experiences, you know, because I'm a perfectionist, were more about, no, I can redo that and do a better job. No, let me do it over like 10 times. You know, and that's mm-hmm. one of my own, like, you know, things that I need to work on with myself to know that sometimes it's good enough. And like you're saying, you know, the more you do a takeover each time, the more you're losing the emotion and it's becoming too yes. contrived and too artificial. And so I think that's a really good point that you put out there and I hope people, especially musicians mm-hmm. um, and recording artists, can, can take that away from what you're saying. Yes, and, and yeah. you know, if you notice, uh, if you notice that the first takes, takes are always the best. Yeah, you know, you're right. You know, it's like when you take your, when you take a test, right? So you know this. It's always the first take that's the best. Yeah. So, uh, and that yeah, has some. Uh, I think that has some relevance to it. Yep. So mm-hmm. let's do this. Tell us a little bit about Selected Sorrow because we're going to play another um, song off that next, especially one that ties into Battlefield of the Mind. So why don't we kind of try to you know kill a few birds at one stone, so to speak? So tell us a little bit about that album and then how you got in touch with Franz Drawing so we can uh, club Battlefield of the Mind and then check out the song, Hollow Destination. Okay. Um, Selected Sorrow, uh, let me explain the title first because 
selected sorrow uh, for me it means um, you know how how everybody has has passion you know they 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 want to do something that they really love or they're passionate about and of course anything that you do has you know you know it comes with problems it um, mm-hmm. tests trials and you know a lot of things and for me that's that's music music I, I'm passionate about writing music I'm passionate about playing performing but at the same time it's it's hard it's it's not that it's 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 a hard path and especially um uh just doing it by yourself it's not really easy a lot of people tell tell me to you have to be in a band you have to be in a band to to mm-hmm. make it and I always tell them I don't plan to make it I'm just writing songs you know and and I don't even know the the meaning of making it so so I tell so for me it's it's a hard path that I, that I've take, taken taken um and the reason why I said it's selected sorrow is like selecting my own sorrow, which is music. But at the same time, um, you know, um, passion, you know, is is both um, love and sorrow. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's basically saying I choose my passion. That's why I selected sorrow. I choose my passion and I'm not giving up on it. And that that is music and it's not really... Easy. A lot of people think it's all it's all nice, glamorous, and all, but it's not. No, it's not. Especially <laughs> the music that I write. Yeah. Well, not, not only really. that, I think people have been this perception. You know, we could talk more if you have a few minutes later on. But you know, people think it's this glamorous lifestyle, and you're going to go on the road, and you're going to make millions, and you're going to, you know, hobnob with all the celebrities. And you know, Ocean, mm-hmm. and I know from doing it by myself. That it mm-hmm. is hard work, and yes. you know, until you really do it on your own, I don't think people can appreciate when you're managing all your social media sites, booking your shows, you know, putting yeah. your recordings yeah. together. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's more than a full time job. Um, mm-hmm. So I appreciate yeah. what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So not to get too off track. So um, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> so tell us about. Hollow Destination, and um, you know how that came to be—the track that you were able to share with and put on Battlefield of the Mind. And before we talk, let me just give the audience Battlefield of the Mind, and everyone needs to check this out. It's a, it's just a phenomenal, it's a very heartbreaking documentary that Fran Strine, the videographer and the photographer, did. He was on my show, so please check out the plug him his podcast. He was on several weeks ago. And it's a documentary about um, soldiers that come back that have been in the war and have post-traumatic stress disorder and, unfortunately, the limited um, things that are out there for them in terms of medical treatment and housing, et cetera. So these people are serving our country, and then they come back, and, unfortunately, they're, you know, roughly nothing. So everyone needs to support this and go to chill.com forward slash D-O-T-M. And OTAN is going to talk about his track that is currently on the soundtrack for Battlefields of the Mind. <clears throat> um, How Destination is, um, I think, the reason why I said I think is I don't really know the meaning of the songs. Uh, it's it's different for everybody. So this is my version okay. of it. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I think the song is about, um, like, uh, you know how people 
they have goals in life, they have dreams, they they want to do something in life. They want to be somewhere else than where they at right now. And the reason why I say hollow destination because a lot of people just look at tomorrow and they just want to they they don't accept what they have today and they always look for more and more and more. And that, mm-hmm. and and uh, as a personal experience, I had that, you know. Like I said earlier, you had, people tell me you have to be in, in a band to make it. You have to be with a uh, band to make it, to you know. And, and and it's a constant battle for me. Like you know, do I, I think should I be in a band? Should I join a band for my own band name or band? And at the same time, there's this thing like, no, you just do it, you know. Your way, you mm-hmm. just do it, you know, the way you feel it, you know. And the reason why I say hollow destination is, it's just it's 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 hollow. It's 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 meaningless, you know. If you can accept what you have today, what you're doing right now, you don't need anything else. Because you're not gonna appreciate that either, you know. When right. you get there, you, go, right. you just want to get, you just want to want more. <laughs> like today, no, I, like, like I always, no, I, and like, like I always say, tell people, uh, the people who are like wanting. More, I mean, it's not, it's not bad to want more, but just try to appreciate what you have right now. And I appreciate what I have right now, which is me and my guitar. I, I play with a <laughs> bunch of guys, but you know, but there's nothing permanent or nothing that would, you know, that would. Uh, ruin our uh, friendship or relationship with each other because we have to be together because it's in the contract. <laughs> I don't want right. to do that. Right. Right. I wanted to cool. be. Uh, yeah. I wanted to be. The reason why you're playing is because for the music, and not just because you need to be with me because it's in the contract. So, I never had a bad. So, so anyway, hollow destination too is. Um, yeah, it's it's. It's more of like focusing on the now, on what you have right now, and not, okay. not, cool. not like regretting what you did yesterday and and asking for more. Okay, that yeah. sounds great. So let's, because uh, this is a pretty lengthy track, that's an amazing track, so let's check this out so we can come back and uh, think of a, a story, a, a abbreviated story about how you met up with Franz Trine and stuff, so uh, mm-hmm. we can share that. And then we'll talk a little bit about um, what's in store for you in the future. And I definitely want to sit in and finally the track that you did with uh, John April from uh, Stained. All right? Okay, cool. All right, great. Okay, hold on, OTAN. All right, everyone, again, OTAN Vargas. We are checking out Hollow Destination. It is also off of his Selected Star EP, so please check that out as well as it is currently on the Battlefield of the Mind soundtrack. And as I mentioned, you can go to chill.com forward slash VOTM to check out the documentary as well as get a copy of the amazing soundtrack, which has just so many artists on it. It has I Empire on it, Low Pro is on it, um, and the list goes on, So as well as Otan Vargas is on it. So here we go. Check it out. Hello, Destination. Soul. Keeps me there. 
All right, amazing song again by Otan Vargas, Hollow Destination. And again, please check them out. Go to otanvargas.com. I want to do a couple of quick plugs that I didn't get to put in yet, and then we will bring him right back on the air. So please, if you are a fan of a comedy, please check out Davin's Den. It's a fast-paced podcast featuring comedians Davin Rosenblatt, Joe Curry, and Kit Felix. So if you're looking for a show that can make you think and laugh at the same time, then Davin's Den is the show for you. They go live Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. To watch live episodes here or watch old episodes or to find out more about the show, go to Davin's Den page on davincomedy.com. Also, please be sure to also check out talentspotlightmagazine.net, and OTAN should check them out and get in touch with them. It's an amazing magazine. It does interviews with musicians, artists, comedians, photographers. Again, it's talentspotlightmagazine.net, and I also do some uh, article writing for the magazine. So please uh, check them out. Become a fan of them, too, on Facebook. All right, let's bring OTAN back. All right, you're back with awesome, awesome song. Great stuff. Thank you. Thanks. Very cool. So give us a, a quick story about how did you get in touch with, uh, or how did Franz try and get in touch with you? Um, uh, uh, I think from his story, um, when I was listening to your uh, interview uh, of him, uh uh, I, I was doing a show with Aaron Lewis in, uh, in Massachusetts, Northampton, Massachusetts, for for Aaron's uh, uh, It Takes a Community Benefit show. That was 2011, yeah. and uh, uh, Aaron Lewis played the Tesla was there, a low pro beat, and um, Corey Taylor was there, um, and I, I played. Uh, I opened up for for. I opened up the show, so uh, he told me. Um, uh, I think he he that's where he uh, first uh, heard of me. I think I did three songs, so which is Nutshell Gravel and Simple Man. So um, so that's where he he knew about me and him. Um, I think two years a year. I'm not sure a year ago. I think uh, he uh, sent me a message through Facebook, and uh, I explained and you know. And how he knew about me and and and, how, uh, and all that stuff and he, and of course I know him I met him before at a lot of shows <laughs> and uh, and I know him from the from the community too Stained he works with Stained so it's funny how he um, he think I don't know him <laughs> so, anyway. so so he. He said, uh, "Do you? Uh, I'm working on a project with Aaron Lewis. He's going to co-produce this. Uh, it's a documentary film, and uh, Aaron Lewis is co-producing it. And uh, we can have uh, a bunch of uh, amazing musicians like uh, David Ellison of Megadeth, uh, Low Pro from, uh, I mean uh, Pete Marr from Low Pro, uh, Low Pro, I Empire, which is an amazing band, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of musicians." Uh, that's going to be involved that he said and and he's and it's like do you want to be a part of it or you want to get on it and like you know when when somebody asks you that and give you that opportunity you don't think about it you just said yes you just right. it just comes out of your mouth <laughs> yes yes so so that's what I, I told him like I was happy I was like wow you know 
it's amazing. Like some some you know uh, France guy, you know some. This is not just like regular guy. He works with a lot of musicians and a lot of people, big names, and he right. just randomly message you and ask you if you want to get on it. <laughs> or get on this uh, uh, project. So that's like you know, you can you can tell how what kind of person Fran is so just from that story. Absolutely. But yeah, he told, he asked me if I want to want to be a part of it. So I said yes, you know, and 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 that time I was working on my my EP, which is like Sorrow. And, okay. And so uh, I donated um, the, the song, Hell Destination to him. So he liked it. Cool. So that's kind of how it uh, it ended up like that. That's great. And the and the song definitely fits, I think, really nicely with, again, the concept of the film and what it's about, and just you know all the other songs that are on the uh, the documentary soundtrack it just yeah, it really fits perfectly with everything going on so oh, yeah. amazing opportunity yes. yeah yes. very cool yeah. so um tell us a little bit about let's see what else we can do here um what do you what do you have coming up in the near future and then we'll, we're going to talk about the song contaminated so we can debut that tonight so what, what plans do you have coming up in the near future where do you where do you want to be in five years do you have any shows coming up you know fill people in with where people can possibly, you know, check you out live? Yeah, um, in five years, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, like I said, but in two months, maybe, I know. You like to live in the present more. You like to live in the present more, so why don't we, we'll mix that question. Do you have any upcoming shows in the next few months? <laughs> yes, uh, I actually have a, a show in uh, July 25th in the, at Mulcase uh, in Wontaw, Long Island, New York. It's um it's a nice venue, it's a big venue and I'm performing with a bunch of uh, great musicians, local musicians here in the very white charetta. Uh, it's, it's an awesome band uh, from New York. Uh, you should check them that you should check them out, so so. Um cool. and uh I'm playing that show and then uh, I'm, I'm working on shows in Maryland and North Carolina and uh and other shows too. So I'm wow. uh, I'm you gotta get to New be, Jersey. You gotta come to New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to go back there. <laughs> I'll give you some. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, be... talk pri- we'll talk privately. I'll give you some names of some venues to check out. Sure. Like I said, I, I do this by myself, so. <laughs> so I know. Yeah. I know. Well, I'll help you out. I'll find some for you that you can at least get in contact with. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but I'm yeah, sorry, no, go they will... some... I'm sorry. Good. No, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, uh, they, they can check out my shows if uh, I have a new show on, on uh, Bands in Town. Just search Ozan Vargas or on Facebook. They can, they can, uh, they have uh, uh, information about my my shows there. So yeah, that's it. Cool, very cool. So let's talk a little bit about because we wanted to debut this tonight, and I was actually messaging a little bit with um, John April. So. Tell us a little bit about how did you meet up with John April, the bassist from Steens, and uh, write a song with him. Oh, Johnny! Um, Johnny's an amazing person. He's just you know ever since you know back in the Philippines, I knew he's you know I kind of have an idea what 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 kind of person he is, but not as a whole. But you know the way he talks, the way he, he just makes things like lighter. <laughs> Working with a band is not really. No, easy. So it makes things like you know funny. It makes the the room just 
light whenever mm-hmm. he's there. So he's he's a very humble guy and an amazing person to 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 hang out with and to work with. And um, I uh, I never officially like met him at any shows, but uh, okay. I just like you know we knew each other. Uh, I know him from uh, of course Spain. Who doesn't know Johnny from <laughs> so. <laughs> so I knew him from that, and then I think he found out about me when I played that show too with Aaron uh, at the benefit show because he was there. Mm-hmm. I saw him, but I was too shy to approach him to just like randomly like approach him, even if I'm the one, I'm one of the performers. I'm just, I just can't do stuff like that. Just approach people and then hi. <laughs> it's just hard <laughs> for me to do that. But, but yeah, but uh, on Facebook it's easier because. You just like type and then whatever you want to say, you can say it freely. So that's how we contacted each other. And uh, I think, um, yeah, uh, we're um, looking at his stuff, his recordings um, at his house. I uh, was checking them out and like I sent him one of uh, one of my songs um, that I'm working on. And he's like, we should record together, man. You know, I'm like, like, like one of those things, like France trying. You should get on it, man. Right. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> just like, just <laughs> say yes, you know. You can say no to those things. So, so yeah. So, and we hang out. I went to his house, uh, and then we recorded. Um, uh, we were working on Contaminated, which is an old song. It's it's actually a song from um, Alone that I shared. Uh, and then I told Johnny, maybe we can work on it. And, you know, it was, and it was, he was really nice to, like, you know, show me some like tips and recording wise and songwriting and and how it's 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 it would be more you know presentable or whatever uh like had more impact especially from the verses and the choruses and and when i write songs it's usually just two chords so he taught me like you know you should switch it up and all that stuff so it was it was really nice to do that and help me with that stuff and um it's just just a regular guy just like i knew this and i know him for a long time but he it feels like he knew me for a long time too it's like the, the way he talks <laughs> it's just normal it's just you know that's just, cool so yeah that's yeah Johnny. It's, it's, that's awesome yeah it's great when you can meet people especially people from national bands and they're just really you know grounded and like you're saying down to earth mm-hmm. and easy to relate to and they're not these stuffy, kind of egotistical people, so that's awesome that, you mm-hmm. know, you met him and you guys developed a, a nice relationship, so that's awesome. All right, mm-hmm. well, let's do this. Let's uh, let's check out Contaminated, all right, and then um, we'll come back and you can plug all the different websites you're on and where people can find you, and then we'll wrap things up, okay? Okay. Thanks. All right, sounds good. Hold on, Otan. All right, everyone, again, Otan Vargas, we're going to debut tonight his song, Contaminated, that he uh, recorded with uh, Johnny April, the bassist of Stained. So let's uh, check out this song. It's awesome. It's an acoustic song, so this will be a little bit of a departure from the last two songs that we heard, which uh, had full bands behind them. All right, so check it out, and uh, we'll be back in a moment. Do you remember me? 
everyone welcome back to the Carrie Edelman show again awesome track contaminated by Otan Vargas and Johnny April of Steam so great track so so excited I could debut it tonight on the show so he'll uh, have more information about how you guys can hopefully get a copy of that so let's bring him back on and we're going to tie things up now with where everyone can find Otan and uh, pick up copies of his amazing songs Okay, okay. Back. Great stuff. Back. Thank you. Very Actually, cool. Um, so, yeah, so... I should add, uh, Johnny did the uh, percussions, and uh, he engineered that song, uh, uh, and recorded and engineered that song, and uh, just just played the song, and he did everything with, uh, with the recording and everything. So, yeah. Wow, great. Yeah, he did a great job with that. Sounds really, really good. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah, so please share again with people where they can find you if you have Facebook and Twitter, your website, and also uh, plug all the different places that they can download copies of your albums. 
Okay. Um, they can. Uh, I have a website, outsandvargas.com. Uh, it's actually a WordPress site uh, page that you know that I just turned into a website. It's easier to make websites mm-hmm. than WordPress. So uh, they can check out my 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 stuff there, my like uh, updates and and new music or whatever. And um, um, they can uh, 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 download um, my records. Um, Alone and Selected Sorrow on iTunes. Actually, um, Alone has been in a, uh, it's been on iTunes for since 2009. But uh, Selected Sorrow uh, is going to be released on iTunes on July 1st. So it's, oh, it's nice. going to be available on iTunes July 1st. So it was, it's been available. The CDs have been available for a long time, but um, it's. It, and on iTunes it's going to be available on July 1st, so they can get that from. So a lot of people are go to iTunes to listen to music to download music, so it's it's a lot easier to find music there. So I decided to put it there. And right. um, they can. Uh, I have another uh, store or uh, where they can download the music. It's called uh, uh, Bandcamp. Um, it's Music dot Bandcamp dot com, and it's it's an amazing. Um, uh, it's an amazing site for musicians because uh, there's an option you can you can the musicians price you know they put the price themselves on how much they want to sell the CDs or the downloads or the shirts or the merchandise. So I put uh, my uh, selected sorrow and alone for for name your price. So whatever, oh. if you go there, if you don't have the money, you can go download it for whatever what you want. I just want to share my music, and hopefully it will help you, whatever. So if you have the money, then be generous. If don't, if you're not, then it's fine. So yeah, so right. whatever. So you can get it there if you don't. But to get it, like like you, where you usually get it, it's on iTunes, Amazon, MP3. It's gonna be on uh, Google Play and all that stuff, all the places you can get the Great. music. Awesome. Very cool. Well, it was so great having you on OTAN, and it's been such a pleasure getting to know you and, and speak to you, and I'm a huge supporter of you, so definitely keep in touch with me, and I wish you much continued success with everything that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah. So, awesome. So, yeah, definitely promote the podcast. It'll Once I close the show out, it'll be available, and it does really good with getting listens, so just keep uh you know plugging it along uh, periodically and uh, we'll get you lots of lots of new fans. All right. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much, Otayan, for coming on tonight. Thank and, you, Carrie. Uh, yeah, amazing stuff you have out there. So please keep in touch with me. Check out Carrie Edelman too. <laughs> okay. <Music is> amazing. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Oh thank you, Otan. Okay, have a great night. You too. Take care. Bye. All right, everyone, again, thank you so much for tuning into the show tonight, Otan Vargas. Check out the podcast if you tuned in late. If you have a Twitter page, please follow me at Carrie Edelman. If you follow me, I will follow you. Also, please become a fan of the Carrie Edelman Show on Facebook. It will have all of my upcoming events, guests, and more. I also have a personal uh, Facebook page, and I have two of them. One of them is maxed out, so please find the one that's not maxed out. It's for friend me. It's great to keep in touch with everyone. I get back to everyone who uh, contacts me and reaches out to me. 
And again, please check out all the podcasts. I've done over about 160 interviews now. So just uh, scroll through it, whatever you're looking for, music, comedians, filmmakers. We have tons of just really talented people and uh, some really cool interviews where you really get to know the guests and who they are as people. So thank you so much, everyone, for coming on tonight. And we will be back. I haven't booked anything for next week. I do have America's Got Talent comedian Tom Cotter. He is coming on July 15th, Monday that of July, and it's going to be at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And as I said, please become a fan of the Carrie Ellen Show on Facebook, and you will see all of my upcoming interviews. Thank you so much again, and have a great night.